0: As we find ourselves in Rishchei Shvat, we'll relate a brief story which the Rebbe related in a Sicha Shabbos Parsha Tov Shinyud Beis, that's early 1952, and likewise 10 years later, in early 1962. In the time of the Alter Rebbe, there was a certain gathering of the G'day Hadar who gathered together to implement new regulations, various regulations. Since the meeting took place on de Shvat, so they discussed the unique quality of this very day, de Shvat. The Al rebbe who was amongst the participants in this in this conference, pointed out that this day has an additional quality. Those present did not know what the al Rebbe was referring to till the al Rebbe explained himself that it's a mikra molay dibelakosov it's a verse mentioned in Chumash beginning of Chumash dvarim be'echad when it comes to the 11th month referring to the 11th month from Nisan, be'echad in the first day of the month which means the eleventh month from Nissan is Shvat, Rishchei de Shvat. Hail Mesha Bayer es HaTera began explaining the tater, And that is when Mesha Rabbeinu gave the Mishnah Tera, which is Chumash Dwarim. In relationship to this date, Rishchei de Shvat, the Rebbe made mention of it several times over the years one occasion which was Shabbos Parshas for Eirot of Shin Lamed Alef, early 1971 it was Shabbos Mavarchim Shvat and the Rebbe said in our generation there is a uh, specific uh, unique union B'niger, to the month of Shvat since Yud Shvat is the Yemaylula of the previous Rebbe and the Rebbe continues that since today is Shabbos Mavarchim Shvat, we bless the month of Shvat, so therefore it is also connected, Bim Yuchad specifically, with Rishchidesh Shvat, because on Shabbos Mavarchim, we bless all the days of the month, and exclusively the day of Rishchidesh, since in Rishchidesh are included all the days of the month. And in regards to Rishchidesh Shvat, the Rebbe mentions the Pasik, which we just mentioned, that Mesher Rabbeinu then began elaborating on the Teira. This is Mishnah Teira Chomish Dvalim. And what does it mean? Hail Mesher Baires Aterah Azeis. As Rashi explains, that he explained it in 70 mm-hmm. languages, which this is the union of Bayir Hetef. As the Mefarshim explain, The words by Hetev means very clearly, with a very full clarity, as it's mentioned in Parashat Kisovei, chapter 27, verse 8. So Mepharshim explained that the word Hetev, the gematria, is when we calculate the four letters of Hetev. So first we have the He separately, then we have the He and the yud. Then we have the He, and the Yud, and the Tes. And then we have the He, the Yud, and the Tes, and the base. When we add up the letters of all these different uh, expressions, which is the He alone, and then the He and the Yud. So it is basically twenty, and then there's the He, Yud, Tes. It's 25, 35, and forty-four. And then there is the Heyu Tess and Bays. It's forty-four plus fifteen is fifty-nine, and nine is sixty-eight, and base is seventy. So this is how the word Heytev teaches us, alludes to the number seventy. So the Rebbe says this is also connected with the Bala Ilula of Shvat, since the previous Rebbe was very involved in. Translating the Teda in all languages. Translating in Yonim of Chisides in numerous languages. Already, as we find in the year 1928, that the Rebbe, in Rebbe, approximately at that time, asked... Uh, in a letter to someone, if they can translate a specific Maimer in about six, seven languages, which were connected with the different countries in Europe. And the Mailer, the Rebbe, continues in the Sicha, that this is the bracha, the Indian of Shabbos M'Vorchem Shvat, that it draws down a blessing in all the days of the month, and especially in the days of Yud Shvat and Rishchei Shvat. On another occasion in Shabbos Parsha Shmei Stov that's early 1977, when the Rebbe spoke about Shabbos Mvorchim Shvat, the Rebbe said that this brings down a blessing and a keach on the inyanim of that it should be in a greater measure. And then, in addition to the fact that we need to fulfill all the commandments of Taylor Mitzvahs, Including also this concept of Dibr Mesha, as Mesha began elaborating on the Taira, which is Rishvat, so when there is a special energy that is given to fulfill it, the Maila then a person has to be aware of it. Because since the Almighty did not create in the world something in vain. Therefore, if a person does not fulfill the potential that he was given, it is then that not only he did not fulfill the commandment of Hashem, but he is actually confusing the whole order of the creation. Because the Almighty has created the world in a manner that nothing is in vain. And when a person does not fulfill the keach, the potential that he was given to fulfill it, He is confusing the whole order of the creation. From the perspective of Hashem, He realistically created the world in a way that nothing is in vain. But He has also given the choice of the person, that the person has the free choice, and he can choose if he could and should fulfill the potential that this should not be in vain or the opposite and the union of a choice free choice is something which is very unique as the al explains in Lukoteteta that this concept of having free choice being given the gift of free choice is something that comes from it is an emulation from above And thin, since this is something very unique, so therefore it is also definite that a yid will choose and accomplish in an appropriate manner what he needs to accomplish since Hashem wants, the Almighty wants, that he should at least extend, invest his small finger in the activity. And this refers to a madrash that's mentioned in Sri Rashiram Rabba, in Kehelas Rabbah, that there was a sage who was taking something to the Besamignash and it was a stone and he could not budge it. And suddenly there were Malachim and the image of people and they came and they said to him, We'll help you on the condition that you extend your small finger. So the Rebbe, over the years, many times elaborated on the story, and the Rebbe asked, what's the point of it? If they can do it on their own, what, what do they need that he should extend his small finger? And if they cannot do it on their own, what will the small finger contribute to this? So the Rebbe explains, they can do it on their own, but they want him to participate. And participating by as, even... As, Extending the small finger is a participation. We will continue in the next installment.